0: Good morning, everyone. Happy Hanukkah. We dedicate the class to our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land, especially those in the front line. May all the wounded have a full and speedy recovery, and with all the hostages return home safely. Keep our uh, soldiers safe. We left off in the fourth chapter of Rabbi Kama, the Mishnah, page 39a, on the top, the third line from the top. If an axe that belongs to a mature, intelligent Jew that gores the axe of a khelish, of a deaf mute, or or shait of a cotton, or retarded, or cotton, a minor. Just because the owner is not uh, is not a mature adult doesn't matter you damage someone else's property yeah you have to pay you're a mature adult what if it was the reverse <laughs> if the axe belonged to the to the cheder or to the shaita the deaf mute the retarded one of the cotton and his axe gourd axe belongs to a mature intelligent adult what is he exempt like we learned earlier, if, if they're exempted, if they themselves do damage, they're not responsible, so surely if their axe does damage. Nevertheless, what, what do you do with this axe at court? The best in appoints someone who should be in charge, like a guardian, and they warn, they warn him in the court, if they should warn in front of this guardian that their ox is, a gore, is gored, and after three times, if he gores a fourth time, then has to pay, they have to pay. Because so they appointed a guardian after the first time, and all them responsible. The moment he gores, you already appoint a guardian, and then after three times, the fourth time, they do. You do collect from their, from their choices property. But, uh, but the, 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 even after you appoint a guardian, the first three times you don't collect a dime. Mm-hmm. Even to collect the a half of a half that. Why? Because since you only collect from the animal itself, so it's like collecting from movable items. From, from, you don't collect movable items and, uh, from, from, uh, from orphans. So the minor and the retarded one and the, uh, and the deaf-mute... They're like orphans, there's no one in charge. So you, you have your point to the court appointed a point to the guardian. So therefore you can't collect the payment, the half a damage, you only collect the full damage. Once it's established, you warn them in front of the guardian, and they've established that the ax is an habitual guru, then you collect the full damage from the choice described. Mishnah continues, what if nespakech What happens if the deaf mute suddenly is able to hear? Helen Keller or whatever or the, uh, the retarded one suddenly became uh, intelligent the miner grew up became bar mitzvah, or bas mitzvah says that now that he has a new boss a new owner now that the owner is mature so the axe goes back to starts all over again you reverse you go back to the beginning because now he left the, mm-hmm. he left the ownership, of, so to speak, the guardianship of the guardian, and now it's the, it's the former retarded who's now, now um, intelligent. Yeah, so it's a new owner, therefore it's like the ox starts all over again. We set, we set the clock back again. The ACM and every ACM says, nothing changed doesn't it Just because it changed the, or changed the res, uh, owners who are responsible for it, before it was the guardian who was responsible, and now it's the former deaf mute himself, and the former retarded and the former minor himself, it doesn't change anything. The animal has already been established, the ox has been established as an habitual gore. That doesn't change. So if he gores, he has to pay in full, in the best of his property. Then the mishnas, that's says, what if an ox in a in a stadium? And there they uh, they incite, you know, like a bull, a bull pet, you know, they incite uh, they incite the oxen. So if this gore if this ox gores, and he kills kills a person, you don't put him to death, usually you put him to death. If an animal kills a person, you put the animal to death, even after the first time. But in this case, you don't put the animal to death. Why? Remember, it says. It says Kiyiga If an animal gores, but not if you incited it. Here you're inciting the animal, you're in the stadium, you're playing you're playing, you're playing inciting the animal, then he, he kills the matador. <laughs> well you incited it. There's no reason for him to die. That's the Mishnah. Talk to him about a it's a contradiction. Here, you say in the beginning, in the opening of the mission, you say, that if an axe of a deaf mute or a retarded or a minor, gore is the axe of a, of a mature, intelligent adult, he, uh, he's exempt. So you don't appoint a guardian in order you should be able to warn, warn them with the, in front of the guardian in front of court. They league So you don't appoint appointing a guardian to collect from them. Because once you appoint the guardians, so the next time it happens, or the first time, if after the guardian, the first time after after they appoint a guardian, they should be able to collect the half half uh, half of the damages. Then you say. That if the acts of this uh, deaf mute, or this uh, retarded one, or the minor, course we do appoint, the court appoints a guardian, and you warn, warn them in front of their guardian, in order that you should be able to collect the, ha- the, the half a damage. Somebody of oh, the he misunderstood the mission. This is what the mission is saying. Vimhuch like nakchanin, if you see that they're constantly goring, so then, not to pay the half of damage, that you never pay, in order after three times he was warned in front of the guardian, then he becomes classified as a classic, as a habitual gorer. From that point on, then they'll pay full from their property. But you're right, you don't pay. There's no contradiction. At the beginning of the end, of the opening of the mission. The mission we never collect from a tam. For the time, for the half of the damage, because he's like a, a like an orphan. We say orphans they only collect. You don't collect from anything movable. You only collect from from property. So the, until he's established as a as a habitual guru, you only collect from the animal itself. So therefore, you can't collect. The Gemara clarifies, Malias man." When you say the best, the best property of the guardian, or the best property of the of the deaf-mutes. He's saying, the best property of the orphans. Just like you appoint a guardian. Orphans, don't forget, they're all considered like orphans, so it includes everything. The, the deaf-mute, and the, it's like there's nobody home, there's nobody in charge, so they're, they're, they're like orphans. So the bed, the, their, their best property. In the best property of the guardian. Say that you pay That you pay from their property You don't seize the property of the orphans Unless Unless the I mean. Unless the the um, if their father lent money, borrowed money, and he's paying interest, so the interest is eating up is eating up the the value of this estate. So you want to nip the nip it in the bud. You want to stop this loan immediately. They let it to continue. It's just going to come and it's going to eat away more of their more of their estate, their inheritance. Let's say he borrows from a non mm-hmm. and, and he's charging him a lot of interest. And uh, he didn't do anything wrong, the father. He allowed to borrow from a non with interest. And therefore, since they're going to lose, so that's why the court will seize the property to pay the loan, to stop stop the blood, the flow. But Rabbi Yechner argues, he says, no. He says, not only, that's not the only case. To pay, to make sure, to stop the interest payments. So to pay up the loan, so there's no more interest payments. They don't lose any more. But also, they also seize the property to pay for the k'suva, for his wife, for the widow. Mm -hmm. Because until they don't pay the the, the k'suva, they're responsible, the estate is responsible to feed her and to take care of her, all her needs. So again, you want to stem the stem the, the the blood, you want to stop the bloodletting. So give her the ksuva. Once she gets the ksuva, she's on her own. So you're saving them a lot of money. So only these two cases, only in these two cases do we go down and take, seize the property. Here you're saying that says that we collect, we actually pay the damage for the gox we pay from the best of their property. The mother says, Ape. You have to say, you're right. Rabbi says, No, you don't seize the property of the deaf mute and, uh, and the retarded and the minor. No. You only seize the property from the guardian. He's responsible. We, we appointed you a guardian. You have to watch. He didn't watch. You're going to pay from your property. Rabbi <laughs> He says, No. We pay from their property. There, it's their ox, their ox gorge, and they have to pay from their property. So Rabbi Yehesi, Rabbi Chanina is arguing Rabbi Echanan. there's another case. Not only in the case if there's interest and interest payments are eating into the estate, or or the feeding of the widows eating into the estate. So you want to give her seize the property and pay her ksuba, Even in this case, also if he, their acts does damage and the court appointed a guardian, and after three times he becomes classified as habitual you collect the payment the damages from. From the orphans. made a mistake. In other words, he's saying Rabbi Hanina is not following the Allah, because Allah does not accord with his opinion. Allah is that you don't go down to the you don't seize the estate, only for the for the things that we say, unless there's there's loss to them. Rabbi Sabahanina Dayanahu, was a Dayan, he was a judge, a practical judge. And he went to the depth of the din. So surely his opinion would have coincided with the halachic opinion, which is the accepted opinion, Rabbi. The only, the only exception, the only time you see is property of an orphan and those who are considered like orphans is only if it's to their benefit, so, which would exclude our case. Yes. So here you're turning around. And we learned, we learned that Rabbi Echenin said A hey, and Rabbi and, and, and B. And you're switching it around. And you see you're turning Rabbi into an endorsing an opinion which was never accepted. How could that be? El-rat, el tape. Don't do not change it. Rabbi our what we heard was correct. Rav Yisroel says that you collect from the, from the, from the guardian. You don't collect from them because there's no loss to the, there's no loss to the orphan. And is the one that says you do collect. Yes, but Rav said himself, the only time you seize property is only if there's a loss to the orphan. So you have to answer Mazik Shain. If you do damage, it's different. You do damage, and then, then Rabbi says you would. Accept. That's the exception. Mm-hmm. Because they should make sure to make you have to make sure to protect just because mm-hmm. they're orphans doesn't mean they have a right that we're going to let their, their, their oxen go around and damage everyone and say, Oh, they're not responsible. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't work that way. You do damage, you're going to have to pay. You know, in the, we were discussing the other things we were discussing in case where there's no damage, there's a loan. Is so that's the question, though do we do we collect do we collect it from do we seize it from the orphans or not? So then we say only if there's a loss to the orphans. If you don't collect it, it's gonna be an accumulated loss to the orphans. They're gonna end up even owing more, they're gonna end up paying even more. So then stop it right there. Staunch the, the wound or the blood, the bleeding right away. Stop it. Pay now, seize the property and let them pay the loan. So there's no they don't have to pay all the extra payments. Mm-hmm. And Rabbi Yechonen says also in the case of ksuva, instead of them having to be responsible for the next 10, 20 years for all her needs, food and her gar- clothing and her rents and their living expenses, give her the ksuva and that's it, and, and you finish. So even though it's a one time big payment and you have to seize the property, it's worth it. But in the case, of, he's not discussing a case of damage. case of damage, we have to charge them and, and from the best of the property. Okay, Rabbi Yechon, why am Amelisa? Why Rabbi Yechon say that you pay from there? They have to pay from their property. The yeah. me if you can say Melisa, because if you can say like Rabbi Yechon, that it means from the best of the guardian's property. We continue on side B, thirty-nine B. Who's gonna want to be a guardian? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm Which doing you a favor. I'm doing a favor. I'll try my best. I'm gonna act responsibly, but. If their act does damage, I have to pay for them. I'm gonna lose money, you know. I'm, no thank you. Don't do me any favors. It's worse than an unpaid guardian. <laughs> it's, right. it's It's right. worse than an unpaid watcher. Right, right. And 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 when the when the minor when the uh, when the orphans grow up, then we'll collect from them. No, we're not permanently taking from the guardian. Temporarily, till they grow up. I don't understand this. this Answer only answers the case of uh, a minor Mm -hmm. orphans. What about the case? Mission says clearly we appoint a guardian, even for the deaf, mute, and for the deranged. Over there, we're left with the question: If you're going to collect from the guardian, and he'll never, he'll never be able to collect it from the. What are the chances that the deranged person is going to become well? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the chances that the right? What are the chances that the deaf computers will, will suddenly be able to hear? So he'll never be able to collect. So you're not going to be able to appoint. No one's going to want to, No one's going to accept. Right. Agree to be. To be. Um, Responsible. Responsible. See, you have to say. You have to say that the argument. The argument between Abiyehchnon and Abiyeseberachanina. Is only regarding the minor, the orphans, not regarding. Um, that's the argument. Yeah, you're right. Everyone agrees. You have to. Say everyone agrees when it comes to the, the case of the uh, deaf mute or the case of the uh, deranged that you collect from their property. You know, otherwise no one is ever gonna is ever gonna agree to be, uh, to be a guardian. But the argument is only in the case of the minor, in the case of the orphans. This din, whether the guardian, you said the guardians, you should be able to collect from from the goring ox itself, or you only collect, only once he's become established as a habitual goer, it's actually an argument of Tanoy. Tanoy, when the b'ra'i an axe whose owners were deaf mutes. All or the owners became deranged. not say when they left town, they skipped town. the of he remains in the status of a non-habitual gore, even if he does it more than three times, he does it three times or more, he has to be warned in front of the owners. Since you can't warn him in front of the owners, because they're deranged, the owner is deranged. He's present but he's not home mm-hmm. deranged, or he's a deaf mute. So therefore you can't warn him. So he always remains in the status of a of a tam, an innocent one, non-habitual how However the rabbis disagree say, no, my minna petruf was, you appoint the guardians, so and now you can warn warn the guardian who's in charge. <coughs> and therefore, after three times, after you appointed the guardian, after he was warned, the gore. Then the fourth time, it's considered classified as habitual gore. So therefore, it's an argument. So according to the opinion that says you can never. That uh, you can never uh, reach the classification of a of a muid. If He always remains a tam. That means that you do you do pay. So why why do you appoint a guardian to pay that they have to pay half a damage? So immediately after you appoint a guardian, the first time that they do damage, you have to pay half a damage the others say no. The rabbi said no. We appoint him a guardian in order that he should become classified as an habitual gur. What if after? After the axe has been classified as a habitual gur, he started hearing again. He stopped being the range. He grew up, the minor is no longer a child. Or he was out of town, then he comes back back from his trip now he starts all over again we turn the clock back and now he switched ownership like previously he was under the charge Charges. first he was under the charge of the appointee the court appointee now he's back under the charge of his owner he starts over again until he's worn three times until he goes three times and he's worn three times in front of his, uh, his owners, his master, his owner, his master. Then the fourth time, now he's considered uh, uh, from a new uh, uh, habitual girl. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and actually, with Neval no, argues. Nothing changes. Changing uh, guardianship or changing. Um, responsibility, who's in charge of him, doesn't change the status of the animal. Once he's been classified and established as a habitual guru, nothing changes. Even when the owner comes back. Amru, they say, they ask, in the shiva they ask, hari, tamu, so, 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 says that he remains a tam. He always remains in the city. if you mean that you can't make him a mood, it's impossible. He can never become a muud. He can only become classified as a habitual guru, only in front of his owner, he's warned, if the owner is warned. So I'm going to is safe. It says at the end, at the end, in the argument, whether you change, if you change uh, uh, those who are watching him, whether you turn the clock back, you don't turn the clock back, means everyone agrees that you do warn. So what do you mean? You're saying you can never become a muid? If he can never become a muur, then what's the discussion? Mm-hmm. If the owner comes back, he can never become a mu'a. So, of course, he's starting. You don't have to turn the clock back. The clock starts now when the owner comes home or, or changes. El, rather, my, with what he means with the mimimus? he's whole, the You don't collect from his body. Mimusi means... <speaking in Spanish> You don't collect a dime from him. But you do appoint a guardian in order to, to you should be able to warn the guardian in order that the actually should be able to reach the classification of habitual gore. Alma, we see, you don't collect the half a them. The rabbis say, It's the rabbis who say that we do collect and we warn them in order that uh, we couldn't collect a half of damage. Safer. What are they arguing in the second half of the Braise? What's the argument whether if you change, uh, like who's, who's guarding him? Whether you turn the clock back, if you change the, uh, the one in charge, if, if it changes the status of the animal, that since you changed, like, not ownership, but you change the one who is in charge of the animal, since it's a new boss, so therefore the animal now behaves differently doesn't make any difference everyone agrees that if you if you sell the animal if you give it as a gift so now there's a new owner So then of course you, you change ownership so you start all over again the clock starts all over again even though he's he was established classified as a habitual guru now you start all over again now he's considered a a new start, you know, new ownership, a new beginning. But here, the question is, it's like I lend it out to someone, or I gave it to someone to watch. It's just a question of watching it, who's watching it, like the guardian, it doesn't belong to him, it belongs to the same owner, mm-hmm. so if he wasn't present, now he is present, so that, that's already that's an argument. Mm-hmm. So here we say that uh, it's not considered, it does not turn the clock back. Like well, says, nothing changes, the same, changes. It's, the same it's also the same owner. It's just who is in charge of watching him, that's not enough to, to set the clock back. Okay. So we left a ton of rabbis, and the rabbis learn. We learn in the Sept, Babu Khamed, Shayt, Chedesh, Shayt, uh, Vikot, Shanogar, an act that belongs to a deaf mute, or to a deranged person, or to a minor at the court. Yaakim Shalom, Chatzinaz. Abiyakiv pays half a... Abiyakim, why does Abiyakim have to pay if you're going to his <laughs> the Abiyakim says Abiyakim has to pay. Abiyakim says he's obligated to pay half a damage. About, what are we talking about? Abyaq? What kind of acts are we talking about? If it's a tam, it's a non-habitual gore, of course you have to pay half. The kula minami Every person has to pay not more. What's up Yechiel tell Only pay half a din. The is talking about an girl. So the bad Either of the if they watched the protect, they watched the axe. It was a good protection, but then the accident happened, and the you know went out. They couldn't. They couldn't watch it. They shouldn't pay a dime. It's only if you, if you were neglectful. If I wasn't neglectful. I did everything that's humanly possible to watch the oxen. He didn't do any You should pay in whole full. Not only half of damage. So what do you mean you only pay half of damage? Why should you only pay half of damage? We're talking about habitual gore. Why then they only pay half the damage? You watched it, but it was, a, it was a minimal level of watching. It wasn't a, appropriate. Rabbi Yaakov holds like the opinion of Rabbi Yaakov that says, When you say that an ax becomes an habitual gore, and he pays full damage, the first half of damage you pay just like, nothing changes, just like when you were innocent, you pay the half of damage. Just if you're a habitual gore you add another half. So, in other words, the first half you only pay from up to the maximum of the value of the axed gourd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the other half that we're adding on, that you have to pay in person, you're liable from the best of your property. Mm-hmm. And he holds a sublak Rabbi Huda. He also holds like, Rabbi Huda, the who says, that a muad an habitual agor. You don't have to. You don't have to have the best, the best protection. Even to say any protection. A innocent dogs, you have to watch with uh, with the best protection." So therefore, since you watched, so I don't have to pay the payment, the extra half a payment, 50% for the habitual girl, because I, I watched it, it wasn't the best, but it's okay. But for the time, since it wasn't the best protections, I still have to pay the time. I still have to pay the first 50%. Just like I paid the first three times, nothing <laughs> changes. Therefore, you only pay according to the maximum of the, um, the value of the oxet cord. He like holds like the rabbis, not like some. he holds like the rabbis who say that when you appoint a guardian, you also have to pay for the half a damage. So that's why, that's, that's all this together, now explain what Rabbi Yaakov says. That you appoint a guardian for the deranged person or for the deaf mute, so you have to pay the half a damage. Rabbi, Huda and Rabbi don't argue, will learn clearly in the they clearly argue an axe of a deaf mute or the range person or a minor Rabbi Yehudah says yeah, they have to pay and Rabbi Yaakov says you only pay half so Rabbi Yaakov doesn't hold like Rabbi Huda. how can you explain? Rabbi is following the opinion of Rabbi Huda. No, Rabbi Aqib holds like Rabbi Huda, like we said earlier. Rabbi Aqib is explaining what Rabbi Huda means. He's not arguing. When he says Rabbi Huda, he explains what he means is Rabbi Huda meant consistent with Rabbi Huda's uh, aloha, with Rabbi Huda's approach that since they have 50%, even after he's a bitral 50% he pays like a tam, like an innocent. And Rabbi Gaudu said that the, for a bitral even a, any, any protection is enough. Minimal protection is enough. So that explains why, since he did a minimal protection, so he's exempt from the extra half, he doesn't have to pay him full, but the half that he pays, because for the tam, he, has to, he needs a maximum protection. Therefore he has to pay the half. Well, Ampli, according to Abayad, it says that's asking and says he learned that Rabbi Huda and Abiyakiva are arguing, my what are they arguing? Amalah, allah will tell you my skin, you know, we're talking about over here, b'mud. Not the we're talking about a bit and he didn't watch him at all. He didn't even have minimal protection. That's why Rabbi Huda says you have to pay the full damage. Because since you didn't even have the minimal protections, you have to pay for both, both halves. The half that's a tam, even if you would have had minimal protection, you would still have to pay the 50%. The teta is is punishing you. It's not a question of, teta is punishing you. Unless you had the maximum protection, the the is warning you to protect you. So it's a knas, therefore you would have to pay. But here you didn't have any protection, therefore you also have to pay for the other half. Mm The full, the full hundred percent. The other fifty percent, because he, he didn't have any protection. In Atreikal. So Rabbi Akiva, how do you explain Rabbi Akiva's opinion? Rabbi Akiva suffers. Look Rabbi Yehuda. B'khod, b'khod. Rabbi agrees. Rabbi Yehuda on one hand, but he argues him on the other hand. Suffer. Look at Rabbi Yehuda. Suffer. Rabbi Yehuda. Suffer. Rabbi Yehuda. The whole Sath Tamuzim came in madness. Abu Huda holds that the first fifty percent you always pay as a tam, and Rabbi Akif agrees with him. Paul Gileb had argues with him. The Rabbi Huda says that you appointed a guardian for the the range of the minor, for the minor for the deaf mute, then you have to pay the half a damage. So therefore, therefore, the half, therefore you have to pay for the first 50% for the tam. You have to pay. That's what the Buddha says, you pay in full. You don't place, the, the guardian is not there to pay for the, for the 50%, for the half. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, because since it's movable, you only pay from the value of the animal that gourd. You don't collect that from the from the miners but therefore the wood so you, therefore you don't pay that half since you always that half always remains as a tam, that half you don't collect the only thing you could collect is from the property that's the other half that's why you only collect half a apa of the wood Ehud the arguing, shop it. Then everything makes sense. That you you explain the first beraita is talking about habitual gore, because if it's a tam, then you shouldn't pay anything according to the Bible. According to the Bible, who says, that they're not arguing, Rabbi Yaakov is just explaining the words of Rabbi Yehuda, And therefore he says, you pay half, because you do appoint a guardian, from the moment you appoint a guardian, you pay even half of the damage. So why did he have to explain his original statement, the original that he's talking about a Why don't you say he's talking about a tam? And you pay half a damage. Very simple. And we'll explain that Rabbi Yakiv is talking about. Yeah. He can hold according to everyone. He can hold like Rabbi Huda. And he's talking about a case where he... He had minimal. He watched it minimally, but he didn't watch it maximum. And therefore, you have to pay the half, or you can hold like, or either Rabbelezer We call it like a that even for innocent, even a, a minimal amount of watching. You're exempt from paying anything. Mm-hmm. So here we'll talking about Le'ovit Le', in case he didn't watch him at all. Doesn't matter. As long as he watched it a little, there's, there's no penalty. But I can explain the price is talking about a tam. Why do you have to say it's talking about a mu'id? And welcome, Ashraf. Yaakov coming to teach me the Bambidullah, it's a novelty. That once you appoint a, a guardian, not only do you pay, do you pay, th- th- does the deaf mute have to pay from, uh, you know, if, if it's a bitual gore, even if it's not a bitual gore, you pay half a half damage. So i You're right. He could have he explained that. But I'm time. to say it's talking about habitual gor, and then there's a lot of comes you, you, you teach teaches a lot of novelties a lot of new things that he holds like Rabbi Yehuda that uh, a habitual gor, even a small protect, even a minimal protection is okay is enough and he holds that the, the, the 50% the first 50% that you pay is always as a tam, and you only pay from the maximum the value of the, the gore and not from the property and he holds it a guardian, when you appoint a guardian you collect from the from the miner, you collect you collect uh, also for the half a damage. But if he, if he would have explained the Breish that's talking about a non-habitual gore, then there would only be one novelty that you appoint and a guardian for for to pave the half a damage. No, but Ravina gives a different answer. Rabbi Yehosh, we see in the Beraita, so Rabbi Yaakov argues with Rabbi Judah. So how, how could you, how could you say that Rabbi Yaakov agrees with Rabbi Judah? So Ravina answers that Rav is correct. But the be naya. The argument between Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Judah is: if you changed who's in charge of watching him, if that changes the status of the animal, in the other the animal was a habitual gore. It was established as an habitual gore. And it's the responsibility of the guardian. And then when it changed. the status of the owner changed. He, now he can hear. He's no longer deranged. He grew up. So nothing changes. He's still considered a habitual gore. That's why he pays, says he pays the full damage. Rabbi Yaakov holds. No, that it changes the status of the animal as well. It turns back the clock. To be continued. Have a happy Chanukah.